listening to the True Idaho News Podcast. Unfiltered news and opinion for the citizens of Idaho. Hello and welcome to the True Idaho News Podcast. This is Daniel Bobinski, editor at True Idaho News, along with my co-host, Mr. Josh Gibbons. Hello, Josh. How are you doing? Hey, Daniel. How's it going? Going great. Going well. Hey, did you know that Donnie Jr., Donald Trump Jr., is on his way to Idaho? I did. I'm actually going to be going into that Lincoln Day banquet. That is pretty cool. We'll talk about that and more on today's podcast. This is True Idaho News. We are copyright 2021 Shadow Trail Media. And I thank you so much for tuning in. We are, by the way, available on Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon, Rumble, BitChute, and iHeartRadio. And we're still working on a few more. So if you have a favorite that maybe you didn't know about, you can find us on those platforms, the True Idaho News Podcast. Encourage you to tell your friends about us. And while you're at it, go ahead and visit True Idaho News and subscribe. Let us know your email. And once a week, we're going to send you a very simple email that has links to the stories from True Idaho News that week. And since we always do a story about the podcast, that means you're also going to get a link so you can listen to the podcast and share it with your friends. So thank you for doing that. There's no cost to do that. It is totally free. Josh, it is kind of a slow news week at the State House this week, a kind of a big rush last week with people trying to push things through and do things. And things have kind of sort of settled in a little bit down there. Have, have you been down to the State House at all this past week? No, you called it. It's been really slow. I haven't even wasted my time going down there. Yeah, I haven't either. And it's been uh, just a kind of an interesting week. There's been a kind of a little kerfluffle. Representative Heather Scott, strong liberty legislator, someone hacked her email account and was able to get her entire email list. In fact, am I correct in understanding it's another legislator? Yeah, so it is another legislator. Now, the question does arise of did he go ahead and get that information or was it one of his staffers? That's the big question. But John Weber, who's in District 34A, representative there, he did get access to her email list. And my understanding is he's using it. And that, to me, is what's unethical here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, especially in an election season, it's it's a way for people to, again, go, look how conservative I am. Look what we're doing and try and fundraise. Now, they're not going to ask for money directly in those emails because it is legislative updates, but it's brand awareness, if you will. Yeah, yeah this is something that should not be happening. And I'm kind of disappointed to hear that it happened. You know, People's addresses are sacrosanct and you've got to respect other people's lists. So anyways, that happened in <laughs> legislative news of all things. And then, of course, uh, House Bill uh, 436, which was the income tax uh, bill we talked about in the last show, that did get over to the Senate. It passed the House with flying colors, and now it's passed the committee and it's gone on out for a full vote at the Senate. I have no doubt it is going to get approved and it'll go to the governor's desk. And of course, the governor, since he wanted the bill, he's going to sign it. Yeah, absolutely. Before I go to my next story, I should give a shout out, by the way, to Tom Lopak. He is the owner of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning in the Treasure Valley. Also does work, by the way, in uh, the Magic Valley and in the, up in McCall area. Give him a call at 
401-6265. That's 401-6265. Because if you call him and tell him you heard about his business on the True Idaho News podcast, he's going to give you 10% off. So he does window cleaning, screen repair, gutter repair, power washing. You can also find out what he's about by going to windowcleaningboise.com. That's Tom Lopak, Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, 401-6265. We thank him for being a Triple Diamond sponsor for True Idaho News. One of the other things that's in the news, if you've not seen, is this truck convoy up in Canada. I'm sure you've heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And if I believe what the media tells me, they're upset about the icy roads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you saw that article, too. I did. Yeah. I was like, and you know, what's funny is it was actually the first thing I saw pertaining to it. So I looked at this. I'm like, surely people aren't going to the Capitol because they're upset with the conditions of the roads when we're talking about natural weather patterns. No, no, this is hundreds of miles of convoy they've got now of trucks going to you know the Capitol to protest mandates, these these masks and these vaccine mandates. And it's there's signs on all these trucks, stop the mandates, stop the mandates. And that's the purpose for this convoy. And I saw that headline from the Canadian broadcasting company saying that they're traveling in this convoy to protest the bad roads that they have to deal with in Canada over the wintertime. The really sad thing, I think, Josh, is that people are actually going to believe that. Yeah, absolutely. People are going to read that and they're going to go, oh, well, the Canada government should fix the roads so that these truckers don't have any problems. (laughs) And they're they're going to be totally snowed over so, so that when someone like you or me says, no, look at the pictures. There's these things called stop the mandate signs all over these trucks. And they go, oh, no, the news told us that they were pushing it back against the bad roads. <laughs> and it's kind of like the way a society runs. You know, always the, the left wing media can get on and say anything they want because certain number of people they know a certain number of people are going to believe it. Yeah, you know, the good news is, is that we don't necessarily trust the mainstream media anymore. So there's a lot of people who are sharing what's going on. They're sharing it all over social media. So people are able to see with their own eyes what actually is happening. And they're going to see very easily that this has nothing to do with snow on the roads. No, but the problem, I think, is that they are censoring truth. I believe it was Representative Chad Christensen here in Idaho who reposted on Facebook some of the testimony that was happening on Capitol Hill by some of these high profile doctors who are telling truth. And Facebook put him on suspension for a couple of days just for posting a hearing of what was going on in Capitol Hill. This is public data, public hearing by our elected representatives. And Facebook had the audacity to basically censor our state representative. Uh, Chad Christensen, so because he posted something that was open to public review. I just this is crazy the way that the social media is trying to control the narrative. Yeah, it's insane. It's unfortunately become behavior we've come to expect from them, though. And I put out a quiz, by the way, on Facebook. I said, so if you weren't on this platform, what platform would you go to? And unfortunately, 
<laughs> there was as many answers as there was people, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many other alternative platforms out there now, and people are promoting various things. I, I should say there's a couple of them that have gotten some traction, including Gab. And I did watch a podcast, an interview on the Timcast with uh, Andrew Torben, who is the CEO of Gab. And Andrew Torben is a born-again Christian, and it, he keeps a total free speech platform. And it was kind of funny. In the opening moments of the show, he says, well, I happen to bring with me our manual for how we deal with this. And he pulls out the a copy of the United States Constitution, and he reads the First <laughs> Amendment. <laughs> and he says, if it's allowable by the Constitution, it's allowable on our platform. Yeah, it's great. I know Gab has actually been around for a while and it's, you know, the good news is, is it's actually still maintained its uh, members. You know, a lot of these platforms do pop up overnight and they get a little bit of hype and then they just dissipate. And it's because we can't keep people centralized. But with Gab, they have continued to grow. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a Gab presence under my old branding from when I was doing the voice of conservative values. And I'm probably going to rebrand and change. And that it always presents its own problems. But uh, I'm really considering moving over to Gab away from Facebook simply because it is a free speech platform. You can say whatever you want. You're not going to get censored. And Gab was attacked early on, by the way. Part of the reason they're so adamant about this is they were attacked early on, probably because Torben's a Christian. But all the banks decided to stop letting him process payments. And the only thing that kept him alive was Bitcoin. The fact that he was able to get paid people sending paper checks and Bitcoin because no bank was processing for them. And so he would, they tried to cancel him and he's no longer associated with any of the major platforms. He's not hosting on Amazon servers. He's got his own servers and everything works independently. So it really is a true independent platform. And I think if I was going to say, look somewhere else, I would say, look at Gab. Yeah. It's just probably gonna be my recommendation. Yeah, I'm not on Gab currently. I am on Gitter. Uh, that one does seem to be gaining traction. There's a lot of people on there. So hopefully, you know, it sticks around and it is what it promises to be, which is another free speech platform. So it's set up a lot like Twitter. It's it's interesting, to say the least. I heard that there have been some people getting canceled on Gitter for criticizing the owner of Gitter. Oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I've heard also some people saying that they're going to be waiting until Donald Trump releases his, uh, is it Truth Social? My understanding, yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, my understanding is he's going to launch that in the next month or two. And, and my guess is a lot of the pro-Trump people will automatically make that switch no matter what. So that may be something to look at just for that purpose. But it really is a little awkward uh, that it's gotten so diverse, but it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, by the way, another quick shout out to another Triple Diamond sponsor, and that's Brian Hay from BH Consulting. Uh, they are a computing consulting business. And the cool thing is, is he doesn't even have to come to your house. I mean, I've had some work done by BH Consulting, and I call them, 
And he says, okay, I'm going to send you this code. You're going to send me a code and we're going to be able to access so that he can access my computer remotely. He doesn't even have to drive to, you know, where I live and he can take a look at the problem and he can fix it right over the internet. It's very easy and very effective. So there's that. He also does businesses. Uh, he helps set up computer networks for multiple computers you know, setting up Wi-Fi and internet security and VPN access and those kind of things for either, you know, residential or business, uh, software updates, virus removal, all those things, bhconsulting.us. That's Brian Hay, bhconsulting.us. Call him at 208-329-8020. Tell him you heard about it on True Idaho News. Brian Hay, bhconsulting.us, 208-329-8020. You know, I forgot when we were talking about Idaho, they passed this map that uh, was going around. When they said they were going to redistrict, they certainly did some redistricting. And now you have a very interesting situation, I think. Every district has two House representatives and one senator. And because of where people live and the way that they did the redistricting, now some of these districts have four and five representatives and maybe even six in each district. And some other districts have only one or maybe two, and that's it. And so you have a lot of openings going on. I'm sure you've been looking at this map. Um, oh, what, <laughs> you, that is what you do. So what, what are some of your thoughts about that? Yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting. So the Idaho Supreme Court made a ruling and said, well, our previous two rulings that we had dealing with the maps and, and how we understand the Idaho constitution is wrong. So, this map will stand. And with that comes some decisions because certain people who have been in the house for years now find themselves in a district with three or four other folks who've been in the house for years. And they're going to have to fight each other for seats if they want to stay in or possibly run for Senate or possibly retire. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, what's what's interesting about it is, is there's a few different people who are currently serving. that could pick up a rock and throw it and hit their old district. So seems intentional. It does seem intentional. It does. We call that gerrymandering. Why? Why you would carve out just a couple of blocks to go into one district. So one one representative is no longer in the district he used to be in. Just seems a little spiteful. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it is what it is. And so now we have the official final map and people can now register for that. Of course, by the time people are listening to this, we've probably already had the first Ada County Liberty Dinner. One of the things that we do at those dinners is we encourage people to get involved. So I'll just put this out on the podcast. If you have an interest in politics, if you want to take a look at where you live, where is your district? what's open if you're thinking about making a run for the state house hey send us an email true idaho news at protonmail.com uh you know we'll put you in touch with josh he's actually quite on top of who's uh, running in what districts and we can put you in touch with josh and you can find out if this might be a good fit for you we'd love to see some strong conservative constitutionally minded people in the state house absolutely and one of the things that's happening at the state house, by the way, is a Senate bill. Uh, there's a lot of little bills floating through right now, but one that caught my eye is Senate Bill 1242. This bill 
is a program called uh, the Empowering Parents Grant Program. And it would provide funding for parents to help meet their children's educational needs and address learning loss. So you're going to get like a $1,000 grant per student up to a maximum of $3,000 for a family. And I'm looking at this, I'm going, that sounds great. We're going to get $1,000 from the States to help with my child's education. I just want to throw out a huge yellow warning flag and say, think long and hard before you accept something like that if this bill were to pass. Because as soon as the government starts giving you money for your children's education, they have a say in what your student can and can't learn. And my wife and I know this from working with some homeschooling families who decided, hey, the government's going to give us a computer and some money so we can do schooling at home. And then they take the money and then they get told by the state, oh, you cannot include any religious teaching in your classes whatsoever because the state is paying for it and you can't have religious teaching. Well, if your class curriculum as a homeschooler involves like a Judeo-Christian worldview, and there's lots that do, then you won't be able to use it if you're accepting this kind of money. So I just want to say, be very, very careful if you just gets passed and you are offered $1,000 or up to $3,000 to help you with your children's schools, because this is part of encroaching socialism and encroaching Marxism. And this is what they want. This is the globalist agenda, where they want the state to say what you can and can't do with your family. So just know that if the government gives you money, the government can tell you what you can or can't do with that money. Yeah, you know, of course, there's no guarantees that that's that there would be strings attached. But if you do look at the government, both federal and state historically, anytime they hand you the purse, there's always strings attached to it. So it is something that you do want to be cautious about and just take an extra moment and look into it. Yeah, it is definitely, like I say, it's a yellow flag. I haven't seen the guts of the bill, but I do know that they are very much wanting to control that which they fund. Yep, absolutely. So let's move on and we'll do our final story now. But before I do, of course, I have to give a shout out to another one of our Triple Diamond sponsors. And by the way, if you want to become a sponsor of True Idaho News, just go to trueidahonews.com slash support. We have several different levels of support. So you could just give as little as $5 a month, or you could give like a one-time $10 donation, or we have three diamond levels and the triple diamond level, if you're there, then you automatically get a mention on the podcast. And so another one of our Triple Diamond sponsors is Mike Hahn. He's an associate broker with Home River Realty. He's been a licensed real estate broker since 2005. He does residential, he does commercial. And you know, with this hot real estate market, a lot of people jump in to try to make a quick buck in real estate sales. They don't really have the experience. What you want is somebody who's been around, who knows what they're doing. And that's what Mike Hahn does for you is he brings all those years of experience. And so give Mike Hahn a call at 208-939-9033. That's 208-939-9033. It's it's, uh, H-O-N, Mike Hahn. You can email him too. Michael.Hahn, H-O-N, at pm.me. That's michael.hon at pm.me. And thank you, Michael. 
and to Brian and to Tom for being Triple Diamond sponsors of True Idaho News. It's been kind of a weird week on a lot of different facets, but my my last story here has to do with the Nuremberg Code. Now, you're on social media. Have you seen any of the memes that floated through the past couple of months talking about how these jabs are in violation of the Nuremberg Code? I haven't seen it in the last couple of months, but I have heard about that in the past where people have brought that up. Yeah. And so I've seen some memes where people are saying this is in violation and they, they, they quote chapter and verse and they go, this is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. And unfortunately, these social media platforms being a little, you know, controlling, they have said, oh, no, that's not true. Well, you can't just believe what these people tell you. You've got to be able to do your own research. It just so happens if you go to Readout News, this is a northern Idaho independent news site. I don't look at, at them as competitors. They're more like colleagues. And this is a website run by Sherry Diwali. It's called Readout News, R-E-D-O-U-B-T News.com. And there's a story there recently on 16 defendants have been named and they're questioning, and this is going to be called like Nuremberg Trial 2, because of the violation of human rights with these jabs. It is true. The lawsuit has been filed with the International Criminal Court. And I just want to read a couple of things here. It says seven applicants on behalf of the British population have filed a complaint with the International Criminal Court accusing 16 people of genocide, crimes against humanity, war crimes, and crimes of aggression. And they can cite chapter and verse. When you look at it, you go, my gosh, they're right. The 16 defendants include Anthony Fauci, Dr. Peter Daszak, Bill and Melinda Gates, and the CEOs of Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson, as well as the UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, several other British authorities, as well as the presidents of the Rockefeller Foundation and the World Economic Forum. That's Klaus Schwab. Now, Klaus Schwab, by the way, is the guy who authored The Great Reset, which you will recall social media was saying was a conspiracy theory, but it wasn't because over a year ago, I was visiting the World Economic Forum website and watching the video on The Great Reset produced by the World Economic Forum. So how can it be a conspiracy theory of just theoretical something when in fact they're already got a video out promoting it as to why it needs to be done? But I digress. This lawsuit, according to the complaint at the International Criminal Court, the 16 defendants have violated the Nuremberg Code Article 6, 7, 8, 15, 21, and 53 of the Rome Statute. Now, for those of you who might not know, the Nuremberg Code was a set of medical research ethics that were set in place at the end of World War II after they realized that the Nazi doctors were performing all sorts of gross, grotesque experiments on their prisoners of war. And so there was an establishment of 10 standards to which doctors had to conform whenever they performed an experiment on a human subject. And the ICC, the International Criminal Court, is permanent. It's an independent court that investigates crimes that concern the international community. 
and it uses an international treaty called the Rome Statute, which has been ratified by more than 120 countries, including the United States. And so they kind of step in whenever a member state fails to take appropriate action. And so what we have here now is 16 people who've been brought up on charges in violation of Nuremberg Code crimes. So here's just two of them, Josh. This is I'll just cover a couple of things. First of all, these vaccines do, did not fit the definition of a vaccine until they changed the definition of a vaccine back in September. They did it overnight. They didn't make a big fanfare about it. They just changed it. And they said, anything that helps improve your immune system is a vaccine. Well, if that's the case, then vitamin D, which helps me improve my immune system, would be a vaccine under their new definition. But here's the big thing. Mandating an experimental medical treatment amounts to a war crime. And what people don't know is that every one of these jabs that are being used in the United States is not authorized. It is considered experimental. And because of that, when we are mandating that people take a experimental drug without consent, that is a crime. According to Nuremberg, the person involved has to have legal capacity to give consent. They should be situated in a way to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any force or fraud or deceit or duress. And as we look around our country today, we've been getting nothing but that. And so these jabs have, in fact, been a violation of the Nuremberg Code. I've been reaching out to lawyers saying, is the United States subject to Nuremberg? And I came across this over at Readout News that says, yes, we are part of the ratified treaty from the Rome Statute. Therefore, it applies to the United States. So I would say that this lawsuit should go forward. These people should be tried that these vaccine mandates should not happen. They are in violation because these quote-unquote vaccines do not fit the definition of an approved treatment. They are experimental. So that's my final story, Josh. I'm going to get a little preachy here, but I'm, it's really kind of made me mad that they just act like this stuff doesn't even exist and they can do whatever they want. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in the ICC courts. Yeah, it's uh, it's... I hope it, it goes somewhere. If they just you know gloss this over and brush it off the table, that tells me the deep state is much deeper than any of us ever imagined, because these jabs certainly do violate the Rome Statute 6, 7, 8, 15, 21, and 53. So with that, Josh, uh, we have a short podcast this week. I thank you for tuning in with me. Thanks for, for hanging out. Yeah, absolutely. And how can people hear your podcast? My podcast can be found on all major podcast sites. Uh, it's called What's Happening Idaho, and it's myself and my co-host, Kirsten Lucas. And, you know, the cool thing about it is, is it's different than what we do here at True Idaho News Podcast. What we do is we really focus on sitting down and talking to our elected officials and also to people who are looking to run for office. So it's a, it's a different thing that we do, uh, and it's a great compliment to what we do here at True Idaho News podcast cool. well i will encourage people to go check that out it's the what's happening idaho and there's no apostrophe right yeah you know funny enough it drives me nuts that there isn't but at the same time i originally had it that way and a lot of people wouldn't type it in that way so to ensure people could find it 
<laughs> I kept the apostrophe out. <laughs> it's the weird part of internet age. <laughs> so That's what's right. happening, Idaho, uh, yourself, Josh Gibbons, and Kirsten Lucas. And that's a that podcast comes out on Mondays, right? Monday morning, 7 a.m. every wow. week. Bright and early every week. Okay, cool. To our listeners, we say thank you very much. You have been listening to the True Idaho News podcast. Go to trueidahonews.com and subscribe. It's totally free to do. We'll catch you next week. Until next time, be blessed. You've been listening to the True Idaho News podcast. Unfiltered news and opinion for the citizens of Idaho. Get more true news by visiting trueidahonews.com. If you'd like to support this podcast, visit trueidahonews.com slash support. Thanks for listening.